Moose Podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm Moose. This is our interview series, where we interview people who display the quirks of being human. Hey, Moose. Hey, Kat. Guess what we are doing today? I'm so excited about what we're doing today. We are having on our first special guest. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our friend, Satchel Strout. Hey, Satchel. How are you, Satchel? I'm good. How are you? We are doing really great. So first and foremost, I would love to hear about the shirt you're wearing. The shirt you're wearing says that you are a future voter. Where did you get that shirt? I don't know. My mom bought it for me. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of makes me think that you're a little bit into voting and politics, though, right? Yeah, I am. And what how many years is it going to be before you can officially vote in a local or national election? Um, well, 2028 will be the first presidential election I can vote for. Okay, awesome. And you can't vote until 2028 because you are how old now? 13. 13 years old. So our first guest, Moose, is the son of our dear friends, Steve and AJ, who we've talked about on the podcast before. Welcome, Satchel. Thank you. Okay, I want to read your official biography that you sent me, and I love it so much. So here is how I'm going to introduce you. This is Satchel Strout. He is 13 years old, and he has an interest in politics and wants to run for office when he's an adult. So my first question before we jump into our presidential trivia, Satchel, is what office do you want to hold first? If you had your your chance to run for any office, what would you choose? Well, I'd like to have some experience in Washington, D.C. after college, and then I plan to run for U.S. Congress. Wow, that's amazing. Excellent. And do you know, do you want to be a senator or do you want to be a representative in the House of Representatives? First, I would run for representative and then I would work my way up. So wait, you can be a member of the House and then later on be a member of the Senate? Yes. Can you be a member of the House and then a member of the Senate and then a federal judge? Yes. What? Yeah, we're learning here, Kat. My mind is already blown. So we're going to play a little bit of presidential trivia. And basically the point of doing this is to make Kat look as ignorant (laughs) as possible. (laughs) No, no, no. So uh, we've known Satchel most of his life. And and his mom and dad are both really good friends of ours. And uh, Satchel, how old were you when you had memorized all of the presidents? I was three, three years old. And you knew every single president and it was like a party trick. Your parents would bring you to (laughs) different events and would tell us this. And next thing you know, um, you were, you know, sharing all of the presidents, which was amazing. Can you give us a little bit of that? Yeah, I can still do it. Okay. Would you mind doing it for the cat moose listeners? Okay. I will. Okay, great. George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, James Pope, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, 
James Buchanan, Franklin Pierce, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Johnson, Ulysses Grant, Rutherford Hayes, James Garfield, Chester Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, Grover Cleveland again, William Taft, um, Theodore Roosevelt, William McKinley, Woodrow Wilson, Warren Harding, Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman, Dwight Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Joe Biden. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. I have to admit, I, there was about 15 that I've never even heard of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Satchel, what in the world made you want to know the names and in order of succession, it sounds like, of each of the presidents of the United States when you were three years old? Well, my parents actually got me a placemat for meals that had all of the presidents in chronological order. And I would really bug my mom because I would keep pointing and saying, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> and then she'd read the name. And then I eventually taught myself. And one day I told my mom that I memorized them. And she was really surprised. <laughs> that amazing. is so cool. Well, are you ready to go up against Professor Cat when it comes to some presidential trivia? I would say so. he knows he's gonna whoop me okay so i just need you guys to raise your hand because i can see you but the listeners need you to ding in so if you would do ding 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 if you think you know the answer i'm gonna start with cat and you get to answer first but satchel if you know it i need a ding from you okay and then we'll go with you next all right first question professor cat all right i'm ready who was the shortest president at five feet, four inches, and also the lightest around 100 pounds? I'm gonna... Wait, you already know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, well, I at least get to guess, right? I get to guess before. Yeah, guess. yeah we'll let you guess. Yeah, before Satchel just kind of cleans up with leaving me in the dust. I'm going to say, because Garfield is my favorite cartoon character, I'm going to guess that it was President Garfield. Mm, sorry, Kat. Oh. Satchel, do you have a guess? I'm going to say that that was close because they're both James but I think it's James Madison. Woo! It's James Madison. Wow. How did you know that? Um, actually, on that placement, it said the shortest and tallest president. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever made that placement, you really took in every bit of information that it had on there. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Here's another question. What president used to get up at five o'clock in the morning to practice the piano for two hours? Ding, 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 ding. Go ahead, Professor Cat. I'm going to say Donald Trump. No, that's not right. Satchel, do you want to guess? 
Um, I'll guess. Okay. I'm going to say William McKinley. Ooh, good guess. It was Harry S. Truman used to get up at five o'clock in the morning to practice the piano for two hours. That's a true warrior right there. That is awesome. And I love that that a president took time out of, you know, you hear about, you know, politicians and presidents and how like their jobs are just 24 seven. It's like the fact that he took time out of his schedule, especially early in the morning. That's really hard, at least for me to do something like practice the piano like that had to have been really centering for him. And I, I really admire that. That's cool. I do, too. And just to remind everybody, you are listening to the Cat and Moose podcast, and we have got our friend Satchel Strout, who is 13 years old. He lives in Florida, and we are having a conversation with him about the president's presidential trivia and politics in general today. So what else you got for us, Moose? All right. So here's another one for you, Satchel. What president served the shortest presidency dying just 32 days after he was elected that would be william henry harrison yeah right. uh, good job what do you know what was wrong with him do you remember what he died of well the rumors said that he had pneumonia because he gave the longest inaugural address it was like two hours long and it was really cold and he refused to wear a coat that's what I just read, that everyone said he should have worn a coat during his election, that it was a respiratory disease. I did not know this. 32 days after he was elected. And which president was this? W- William Henry Harrison. And which number president was he? Um, I believe that he was number nine. Wow. So early on, huh? Yep. All right. This is the last one. Are you ready, Kat? I'm ready. All right. What president? weighed 332 pounds and got stuck in the White House bathtub the first time he used it. Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Satchel, do you want to give a shot? William Taft. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing that you know all of this presidential trivia. I am so impressed. Our friend Satchel Strout has absolutely wiped the floor with Professor Cat in this game <laughs> of presidential trivia. So I think we ought to let him take the floor and talk to us about some of his amazing knowledge of politics. So I, I'm curious in this season that we've been living in, Satchel, you know, the past four years, um, you know, have been interesting politically. Well, the, the the entire history of the United States is interesting politically, especially the last four years. And I've heard a lot of people say that our country needs to do some healing. Um, what do you think America needs to bring healing? Ultimately, right now, there's lots of division, as everybody can tell. So I think that America needs unity. And I believe that there's too much judgment based on the letter next to someone's name instead of the policy. Our politicians should do more of what is good for the people than what's beneficial for their career. Amen to that. That is a fantastic answer. That's really awesome. So, so basically what you're saying is that it's like, you know, what, what has seemed more important has been, you know, whether you're an independent, a Democrat or a Republican, and it's been more about, you know, which party line are you, are you towing? And what you're saying is that 
our representatives need to be about the people and um, not about their own gain. That's pretty, pretty profound. That's amazing. I agree. Satchel, who is someone that you have looked up to in, in the political world? Um, well, I would say there's two people. And the first one is Abraham Lincoln, because he was able to unite America during our greatest test, which was the Civil War. Hmm. And that's the most divisive we've ever been. And I would want to unite us Americans as well if I was president. And the other person would be President Jimmy Carter, because I actually got to meet him when I was in second grade. And even in his 90s, he's continued to serve America and he's building homes for the poor. He was a good president. He did good things internationally. And he also won a Nobel Peace Prize. But most presidents didn't do lots of stuff after they left office. So that's pretty revolutionary. I love that so much. I'm a huge fan of the Carters as well. I love that. I mean, even now they, they show him sitting down and, and hammering, you know, things together at the habitat sites. And I agree. He's incredible. That's awesome. And what did he win the Nobel prize for? Um, well, he won it for two or three different reasons. He actually was the first one to get a peace treaty between Egypt and Israel. Mm. So we made big strides in the Middle East, and he also has helped serve the poor for a very long time. Wow, that's, that's incredible. What a, what a man of awesome character. Thank you for sharing that about President Carter. That's awesome. So, Satchel, I'm curious, like, other than the placemat that you had at your place setting when you were three years old, and, and you used that to learn not only um, who all the presidents have been, but also who they are in chronological order, as well as apparently how short and how tall they are. I want to know, like, what is it about politics and the government that is so interesting to you? Well, I believe to make change, you have to be the change. And I want to be that change. Nearly everything in our lives is decided by the government. And I want to change our country for the better. And there's prominent things that I feel like we could do better. And it really interests me. That's wonderful. Um, I when you talk about um, the like the presidential debate that just happened in Nashville. Now you and your dad got to go last minute, right? Yes. Can you talk about that? Because with the pandemic and all the craziness, um, uh, you know, I was surprised they even continued to have the debates. But um, can you tell us about that scenario? How last minute you? You got the opportunity to go? Yeah. Well, with the pandemic, we had to wear masks, but there were only about 100 people in the actual room. And it was really fascinating. We got to see the Secret Service, and I really enjoyed seeing the candidate speak. And I also liked it because I want to be in a debate one day. And it was in my birth town, too. I also got to see the Democratic primary candidate speak in a town hall in New Hampshire. And I got to speak to Cory Booker and Beto O'Rourke. And I also got to see 
vice president here for a while. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, Satchel, you mentioned in the different things that you've gotten to witness and be a part of. One of the things that that you got to do was to hear um, who is now our vice president, Kamala Harris. You got to hear her speak. What was that like? Um, well, actually, it was really cool because at the beginning. She kind of talked about what she'd do as president, but then after that, um, the people in New Hampshire got to uh, ask questions, and so it was kind of like a town hall a little bit. And I also saw Cory Booker and Benno O'Rourke because we went to some New Hampshire events, and I got to talk to both of them. We have some video of that, and we want to play it. Um, and, uh, I want to ask you after we just, we, uh, share the audio of your question. I want to ask you why you chose that question. Sarah, can you play that for us? I'm 11 years old and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, but, um, I've had a dream ever since I was a toddler and that's to become president of the United States. <laughs> But it feels like the only people that can win an election are from the upper class. So how are you going to make campaigns more affordable? What a cool question. What made you ask that question to both Cory Booker and Beto O'Rourke? Well, I felt like it's important because everybody that's win has mostly been the people with the most campaign money. and. It was, it's also about all the corporations that sponsor the candidates. And I feel like it should be only funded by people so that it's more fair. And I wanted to see yeah. what their answer was about that. Between the two of them, who had the better answer? Well, Corey's was more emotional, but Beto's was more like about like actions he would do to stop it. So I might actually say Beto. Yeah, because it was more practical. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, one of the things that I want to know is you talked about getting to hear the two of them answer your question, which is so cool. And you got to hear Kamala Harris speak. So do you think that women can do anything that men can do? I know women can do anything a man can do. Yeah. I've had lots of strong female role models in my life, and I also think that our politics should be represented by what America looks like, and that means more youth, women, and racial minorities, and I think everyone should have equal opportunities, and almost half of our population is women, but only about one out of five U.S. senators are women. So, so we've got I love some, that satchel. Yeah, that we've is, got some evening out to do, don't we? It is very encouraging to hear someone 13 years old share that as as a, a male figure, a future a future representative of this country. So, thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's awesome, Satchel. That encourages me so much. Thank you so much for your your perspective and your opinion on that. So, you said you've had a lot of really strong female role models. Who are some of them? Um, well, the biggest one is my mom. Woo! We love your mom. We love AJ. 
She's strong, independent, and a stubborn eight on the Enneagram. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing about your mom is that uh, when she gets stressed out, she's got a boxing bag in the in the garage at least at the old house and she just takes a break right whenever she needs one yeah but our punching bags in storage because we're in a rental (laughs) my head punched off (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i'm a little bit worried about your dad (laughs) one of the things that is a little known fact is that your mom and i were actually in a band together when we were in our 20s believe it or not i have a hard time believing that until i saw the picture (laughs) uh who else are your role models satchel well i would say that my dad is also my role model because He's always been so supportive and passionate about my interests. So I'm really lucky to have two such amazing parents. That's awesome. I think you do too. And your dad has taken you all over the country to allow you to meet all kinds of political and influential people. And I just think he is a great dad as well. Yeah. And then also my sisters, even though they're crazy, (laughs) they make life interesting which is good that's right (laughs) that's great I love that I love that you love your family so much Satchel we love your family so much too Um, I would love to know um, as far as when you think about you know past presidents when you think about um, politicians I know you you already mentioned how much you admire President Carter is there anyone else in the political space that you can point to as a role model um, well, right now, I don't really know if I have one because there's not really any super bipartisan people or people that I feel like are going to be great for our country. So I would say that we're going through a bit of a rough patch. <laughs> well said. I have to say that I think Moose and I and producer Sarah oh. all agree with you. Hashtag rough patch. I agree with that. Satchel, like I, I, this is something that I really wanted to pick your brain on. And and I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but just off the top of your head, I feel like, you know, we are so divided. And like you said, we need unity in this country. Um, after, you know, what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, um, how do we, you know, besides possibly having a third party, how else do we manage this in your mind? Well, I think that right now we have all these senators that are trying to change it. And I want to see somebody bold enough to step across their party line to do what they believe in. Yes. I was listening when they were talking about the impeachment, they were they were they were talking about that, like the idea of like vote your conscience. So today we're actually recording on Inauguration Day, which is pretty incredible that we we get to pick your brain on this day. Um, what are you looking forward to with the incoming team and and all of the people that Biden has chosen? Is there anything that feels hopeful to you? Um, well, I'm interested to see. We obviously know what his policies are, but I want to see if he gets that done. Yeah. 
and if he gets that done without crazy high taxes. So if he can do that, that would be pretty great. Yeah. And unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. So um, is it true? You just mentioned taxes and it made me think this. Is it true that you know a lot about taxes and how they work? I mean, I don't know that much about taxes. I haven't taken an economics class, at, but I think I know how it works. Kat's trying to get you to do her taxes is what's happening right now. <laughs> I really like how principled you are and what your character is like, Satchel. I think I want you handling uh, my tens of dollars that I have. <laughs> uh, is it true that you are also an actor? And uh, if you had the opportunity to act, would you choose acting or politics? Well, I really want to be a politician. That's my dream job. But I know that I could do many things on the side because most politicians have a side job and the Congress is only in session for about half of the year. I would also love to act, travel and maybe be an architect. So that's awesome. But ultimately, I would choose politics. Wonderful. Where do you want to travel? I didn't know that you were into traveling. Where would you like to go? Well, I kind of have a goal on my bucket list to go to every country in the world. Cool. Specifically Europe is where I really want to go. That's so cool. You might be a future ambassador to a president. Yeah, I would enjoy that job a lot. That's so neat. That's so awesome. I'm curious, Satchel, your opinion on um, what do you think that as a as a country and as a society in, in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of, you know, what we've been through socially and politically and the racial injustice um, that's gone on in our country for as long as it has, is there anything that you can think of that we're doing right? Is there anything that we're doing well? Is there anything that we need to do more of um, like, like what can we put hope in that is going well for us right now? I don't think that fear should be able to rule our life. And I take COVID seriously, but I think that we should reopen our businesses because it's hurting a lot of American people and their jobs. And the, the places like where I live in the panhandle in Florida, We've reopened a lot of our jobs and our economy's been doing really well. So yeah, I think that if we safely reopen, that would be very well. Awesome. That's a great answer. Um, is it true, Satchel, that you are working on the idea of starting your own podcast? Yeah, it is true. And what what's the podcast going to be about? Well... I think it's going to be called Satchel Discovers America, and it's mostly going to be about me interviewing politicians, but it's going to be a different sort of interview. Usually it's about policy, but I want to know about what their childhood was like and how that inspired them to go into politics, because I think that one of the problems right now is that our youth is being so disgusted by all of the po political stuff and the divisiveness that they see on the TV. But if they can have role models that said that they did it when they were younger and 
give tips on how you can go into politics and how you can change it, that that might bring back an interest. And yeah, I think that it will be an interesting podcast. So I do too. I'm so excited. And as soon as you get that thing up and going, you let us know because we will send all of our listeners over to check it out. Okay. Okay. We sure will. So we're going to be looking for Satchel Discovers America coming soon. The most awesome podcast hosted by our dear friend, Satchel Strout, who is 13 years old, only five years away from being able to vote. And I am so proud to know that you are one of America's most amazing citizens. You're an awesome dude, Satchel. Thank you. I have one more question. If you could say anything to America right now, what would you want to say? I would tell them to uh, have hope, even if you don't agree with what's happening in Washington. um, It's not an excuse to stop loving your life. And I don't think we can let fear control us and doing what we believe in. So... I would say that we should let our democracy flourish and not be afraid to do the things that will help us succeed as a country. And I encourage everybody to not be friends with somebody based on what party they are, but how they are as a person. That is beautiful. It really is. It made my heart very warm to talk to you, Satchel. So thank you for giving us hope, you know, like truly like just talking to you. It makes me believe that we have a generation um, that comes after us that maybe can do things a little bit differently. Thank you for inviting me to talk to you guys. You are so, so you are so welcome. Thank you so much, Satchel. Cat and Moose, love you. Thank you. (laughs) Love you guys, too. producer Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat and Moose is a BP production.